wild endeavors. In their search to find an ancient weapon that might help them end the millennia-long Cold War, our heroes battled their way across the island of the Wild Hunt. Their goal is deceptively simple, be the last team alive. As they availed themselves of this test, the Wayward Sons were surprised by a message from an old enemy. This is the story of the Wayward Sons, featuring Amy Jostineau as the dwarf barbarian Therina Thunderhelm. Two most important things, the Warhammer and Dickie. Devin Salisbury as the Eldrin wizard Varys Leodon. I mean, I already have a whip right now. I don't I'm want good. it to become like a thing. Nick Feely as the elven fighter Ermil Galadinal. I didn't realize how much hiding would actually be like hiding. With us only in spirit this time are Adam Rogers as the gnome rogue Malkin Kessel. Well, luckily, Malkin did a lot of push-ups while waiting in that jail cell. And Evan Chamberlain as the human cleric, Elemin Corster. All right, hang on, hang on. I have an idea. Uh, I think I have an idea. I'm Thomas Marcetti, your DM for these wild endeavors. There are rules so that we have fun. Uh, so that'll be... <laughs> Such a Thomas thing to say. <laughs> And now, Episode 4, Battle on the Black Rock. harbor hangs off into the water. Loose planks from long-ago docks tap gently against weathered pilings. Between you and the shore is the wreck of a large, three-masted galleon. You know from what little information you were given before the hunt that this ship is called the Black Rock, though now it is covered in vines, beach grasses, and moss. You step out of the tree line and begin making your way across the beach. You don't make it very far before you hear a sound. A voice, in fact. Hello, my friends. Standing maybe 20 feet away from you is Raphael of the Eternal Watch. He has the bluish, translucent visage of an astral projection. He stands at a strange angle, as if he is leaning on something. But you, of course, cannot see what it is. He gives you a weak, pained smile. And you realize he might be leaning on something because he's having trouble standing. And when a bit of purple drips from his shirt, you realize he is soaked in blood that just appears purple in the blue haze. He is holding his stomach near where the dripping is coming from. He says, I do not have much time, but we need to talk. Don't go back to Arthamore. You know that's exactly what we want to do when you say that, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do. What happened? Chiron betrayed me. He attacked the city. They will be coming for you now. I will not be able to stop them anymore. 
I tried. I... I... Whatever he was going to say is cut off as he falls. His foot appears to have slipped in the blood that is pooling at his feet. He's able to push himself into a sitting position, his back against that wall that you cannot see. Is there any way for me to... Is this really happening? Go ahead and roll Arcana. 14. I would say you'd recognize this as an astral projection. Oh. Okay. Wow. I thought if I could get you to trust me together, we could have stopped all of this. Well, you weren't really making it easy for us. How were you? He gives you a wry smile. If they ever write of this, of us, they will decide who is to blame. But blame or no, you are now alone in this fight. And the vultures are circling. And almost as if to prove that premonition true, you can see that he is beginning to fade, both in a physical and mortal sense, and in the sense of the magic that is maintaining his projection. I don't know what else to ask him. What else do we ask him? What information can you give us to help us then? At first, it seems like he doesn't hear you. He just kind of stares ahead blankly for a moment. And then he just shakes his head. I thought I knew. But even I cannot see all the pieces. The Eternal Watch is moving. The only thing I have that could help you is in that shop in Malmayor. I hope when you read it that you can see that I that I and then like a wave wiping the sand clean Raphael is simply no longer there. Alright. Alright. For some reason he was becoming okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like a villain turned good guy almost. I still don't like him and don't trust him. What was his whole like don't trust the hit I tried thing? He's trying to stop. He's trying to help us stop. Whatever. He didn't want yeah. The the cruciest to like corrupt people like it did, supposedly. Okay. Something like that. Right. I remember that conversation. Yeah. He like he he wants to destroy him or something like that. What he had told you the last time you saw him, when he tried to recruit you, was that he wanted to destroy the Crucius. He said if the Crucius were gone, that the Gash would bring down the Shroud, thus freeing Arya. Well, from what we understood, that we had to take the Gash out to bring the Shroud down. Glarion thinks that the, the Gash are too corrupted, and that they wouldn't be able to be reasoned with. Gotcha. Raphael's dead. And if there's anybody I'm going to trust, it's going to be a champion from eons ago over a random guy who killed everybody we talked to. For sure. (laughs) If there's nothing else you'd like to do, you were all making your way toward the wreck of the Black Rock. You had said before you were planning on scavenging the the Black Rock. Is that still the plan? That's what I'd like to do. Okay, go ahead and roll that up. Eight. Ferris, you find a package of herbs. This is Peace Creeper Vine. It has one use. You wrap it around your feet, and it will hide your footprints for one day. Fourteen. Aramel, you find a magical whip. It is 
plus two to attack and damage. You may choose to speak a command word and have it do thunder damage, which gives it a plus one bonus to damage. I do not want that. Does anybody else want it? I mean, I already have a whip right now. I don't want it to become like a thing. (laughs) It should be a thing. I'll like pick it up and examine it and then just toss it over my shoulder. Thirteen. Therina, you find a piece of half plate armor class of 15 has a durability of 3. Still useless. Element is going to find some herbs, some sun thyme, which is an antitoxin. Malkin found a backpack. So this is a this is a thing that'll hold four items. Um, and he's like, I don't need it, you guys. Does one of you want to? <laughs> I like the head nod. The, I don't need it. <laughs> I'd say, say I could take it because I don't have a bag, but also other people want it. And then this is the Black Rock, which is always one of the named locations. So you, you do also find another piece of your your regular equipment. Yeah. Was Diggy part of that stuff taken? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so that. You're gonna take Diggy. Okay. Yep. Two most important things: the Warhammer and Diggy. I'll just keep the. I'll take the backpack, but then I'll also get my staff. Okay. I'll take my armor, the Black Forest Guardian. Okay. And drop the other hide armor that I had. Sure. Be tree shriding all over these woods. <laughs> so at one point, the reason you all were heading up this way was so that Aramel could go swimming. Is that still the case? You still want to do that, or was that a joke? Hmm. No, I was being serious. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I figure an abandoned harbor might have some sunken ships that might have cool stuff. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, you guys want to scavenge here? I'd like to scavenge but with using my underwater potion. For sure. That's a four. Go ahead and roll advantage on that. Fifteen. That is better. Okay. You all have made your way from the Black Rock to the Ruined Harbor. It's a pretty short walk up the beach. Aramil, you stick the herbs in your mouth and go to the edge of one of the crumbling piers and then dive into the water. There's definitely wreckage down here. The bit you come upon first is mostly smaller paddle craft and uh, sections of the dock. As you are swimming down, your dark vision is helping you as the light grows dimmer. Just at the point that you would have had to turn back to get more air, you see just ahead, half buried in the mud, is a longboat with some bundles still tied into it. Because you have the herbs and you don't need to go back up for air, you can forge ahead. Inside those bundles, you find some clothes, uh, books that are falling apart in the water, some trinkets, things like that, and then a knife that is very clearly magical. Uh, It's a plus four to attack and damage. When this dagger deals damage to a creature, the weapon gains charges equal to that damage. As a bonus action, you can use any number of charges you have to deal that much extra lightning damage to any future attack. Wow. The charges do dissipate after a long rest. It has a durability of 10. That might be a hold on till after the game. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's better than the dagger I have now. 15. (laughs) Uh, You find a backpack. Backpack, backpack. So that'll hold four items. If I put the backpack in my backpack. You could do that. And it gets extra slots. It basically, yeah. The I mean, it'll take a slot and then give you three more slots. So 
man. I love it. <laughs> Backpack Inception. <laughs> then you also find the common dagger. What? I'll need that shit. <laughs> Eleven. You found 50 feet of rope to go with your grappling hook. Rope and a grappling hook. How exciting. So, let's see what the rest of the island has been up to. Alright, so as you all were scavenging in the Black Rock, and then scavenging in and around the harbor, during that period of time you heard two more of the horns echo across the sky of the island. Then, with all of you kind of settling your new gear, your new finds, uh, making your way back to the base of the pier, or what's left of the, the pier in the ruined harbor, you hear another one of those hunting horns, though this one is much, much closer. Bring it on. When you scan the beach and eventually look toward the forest on the other side of the black rock, you see five figures in the tree line. They are mounted on what appears to be lizard-type creatures. The riders are look like very lanky humanoid figures, but their skin is like a grayish green. Their faces are very long. Uh, they don't really seem to have any sort of nose. They have so they're long, alien. That's a pretty good place to start, but they also have long pointy ears that are more gremlin-like rather than elven. Their hair is various shades of red and are tied up into top knots. They have partial sets of armor, so like one of them might have like a single pauldron. One has you know uh, plate covering just like one arm. One of them has just like the left half of a breastplate. And in between all that and kind of like dangling all around them in the exposed areas, like our, our necklaces or like bracelets or just like bands of jewels. Including like some like along the like around their head. A couple of them have like uh, a big gem like in their top knot. They all have large silver swords, and they are all riding these large lizards. They're basically basically they're uh, pachycephalosauruses, which are the like the dome-headed like ram dinosaurs. I think we should hide, guys. I don't hide. Orina, we should probably hide. (laughs) <laughs> like they have they spotted us at first I think that's very hard to tell like you're not sure what kind of visual acuity they have you certainly are suspect that they have seen you given that you know or are pretty sure something was hunting you something just blew a hunting horn very close to you and now here are these figures they then however do you the favor of removing all doubt all five of them raise their silver swords in like a salute in your direction. You see the riders jerk a little bit and the lizards begin to rush forward and then in almost like a shimmering of uh, like heat or like the the way you can see heat waves coming up off the land, they shimmer and then disappear. Uh, and shit. Like they turned invisible and are charging at us? Yes. Cool. I'm gonna, can I just start swinging the pole arm thing around? <laughs> From where you stand, it is about 100 feet to the wreck of the Black Rock, and it is about 300 feet from the wreck to the edge of the forest. So we're going to do this first little bit here as a surprise round, and then we're going to go into initiative order. 
I want to cast Mirror Image on myself. So I want to drink my potion of blur. Okay. My underwater potion lasted for 30 minutes. Is that used up? No, you'd ha- you have some left. Okay. I would like to dive under the water. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Do I have time to take a healing potion? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a healing potion? Oh, sh- no. Element could heal you. Um, I'm at 57 out of 103. So. Oh, yeah. He'll heal you. Half dead. I mean, if you throw him out there, you know. Sure. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> He is a team player. I think he would want me to burn all of his slots right now. <laughs> so with the blade down, he's going to bring his sword up and press the hilt of it against his forehead and begin to mutter a prayer to the war god. As he does, the red glow of the divine energy of his deity begins to form around him like an aura, and then it spreads out to encompass all five of you. And that will heal you all for... 24 HP. Trying to said it would be easier to, like, defend it from the shipwreckage or just stay where we are? For me, it would be, yeah. Like, as much as it seems wimpy of me, like, if you guys can... Fight these guys? Yeah, I can just pop out, shoot some arrows, dive back underwater. I mean, I don't know how long that will last, but I can do some damage. Worth a shot. Okay, so Elemin gives everybody a heal... Aramil dives into the water. The rest of you start running toward the Black Rock. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll wait for them to come to us. Are there cannons on this ship? Yeah, sure, yeah. What do you? What would you want to do with a cannon? Mm, blow things up. Hell yeah. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we wouldn't be able to see them approach us, do we? Not at the moment. Can we ready the cannons in case we notice them coming and we can use the cannons? It would take you some time to ready a cannon, and that's if you can, you know, hoping that there's some gunpowder around that's dry. Does it help that I have history on boat? It would a little bit, but it still takes time to, like, prime a cannon. Do you want Malkin and Elemin to go start prepping cannons? Oh, I guess that makes sense, wouldn't it? Yep. That'd be great, because I don't have to worry about what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to go prep cannons. Okay. So then when they see them out in the field, they're going to shoot them. I would say maybe fire one just to see. What maybe happens? we'll be lucky and hit one. Or maybe the sand will Show disperse, where they are. The, disperse in the air, and maybe we'll be able to see where they are through the sand. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Just using my wizardly knowledge here. Oh, that's that, that's very interesting. Yeah, I will, I will let you do that. Ooh. So they are prepping the cannons along the back here. Okay. Let's roll initiative. 22. I got not natural 20. 13. If you decide to have Malkin and Elemin do something else, I'll drop them into initiative order at that point. Otherwise, they are basically just prepping the cannons. Once the cannon is ready, I'll let you know. And then at any point during the turn, one of you can use a free action to have them fire. So, top of the round will be Varus. Fire the cannons. They're working on it. Well, man. <laughs> you all just want to hold your action for, like, one round, and then we'll say the top of the next round is them firing the cannon, and then go from there? Okay. Yeah. All right, so then from the 
aft starboard side of the ship, a gout of fire roars across the beach. The shot lands with a burst of sand about halfway between the black rock and the forest. In the flying sand, you see the shape of one of the riders. You hear a little bit of cheering from Elliman and Malkin before you hear them getting back to work, readying the cannon again. So, top of the round again, Varus. Okay. I'm going to wait till they're within Thorina range. I'm going to hold a spell and I'm telling you, I'm saying when you're ready, let me know and I'll give you extra attacking power and speed. And next up is actually the rider we are now actually going to call Sandy. <laughs> Silhouetted by the chunks and smears of wet sand uh, adhering to it, the rider is going to come right at the ship and end their turn about 75 feet from the ship. Uh, so next up is Thorina. On my held action, can I go ahead and cast haste on her? Sure. Boom, right. you're hasty. Yay, what do I add to that? You, you just, you get an extra attack. Okay. And, and you have like a plus two to your AC, and your speed is doubled, so you can run really fast. Damn. Well, I'm not going to run anywhere. I guess I could jump off the ship and attack it's it. like running two enemies, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm going to throw my extra war hammer at it for now. Okay. Uh, 26 to hit. That'll hit. That's 12 damage. Your hammer goes flying through the air and then smashes into the thing's shoulder. And as it does, the invisibility magic that was keeping it hidden fades away from it. Did you want to do anything else? I'll wait. And then, Aramel, it's your turn. Okay, I am going to dash, which means essentially I just use two move actions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to go to... Shit, I'm, like, super far away. I'm going to go towards the, like, right-hand side of the ship, or what I would see as the right-hand side, where Element and Malkin are. And I get 90 feet. I'm still so far away. I didn't realize how much hiding would actually be, like, hiding. <laughs> Well, it's still the first turn, and you do have a longbow, so you're never really that far from anything. Alright, and you can't see what the other riders are doing at the moment, so we will go back to the top with Varys. Oh boy. Firebolt. Okay. 29 to hit. That'll hit. Hey. 21 damage. A little comet of fire with some blue streaking through the tail goes flying off the ship and into the newly visible rider. It doesn't cry out, but you can see where the flesh is cracked and burned, where the firebolt streaked across its ribs. Can I move away from Farina? Sure. Where do you want to? Where do you want to go? Can I go up on the deck? Yeah, you can easily move along the railing and up the stairs to the the poop deck. From there, you get a slightly higher vantage point in the battlefield. That's fine. Yeah, I just, that's a good spot for me. So Sandy is going to continue their ride toward the Black Rock. And just as they get about 10 feet away from the ship, they are briefly surrounded by a, like a swirling silver mist. And they vanish, only to reappear up on the deck next to Thorina. Oh, he don't make the wrong choice. <laughs> They're going to attack twice with the, their silver sword. 
not really expecting to have this strange rider and dinosaur appear in your face, you are taken aback. And so their first attack slashes across your torso. And as you feel that burning sensation of the blade cutting into your flesh, you also feel a stabbing pain in your head like the flare of a migraine. So that is 14 physical damage and... Oh no, not one of these people. 10 psychic damage. And then, now that you're ready for it, their second attack comes swinging by and you're able to dodge out of the way. That one. And then the Packy is going to try to headbutt you. You move out of the way of the rider's second attack when suddenly there is a dinosaur face in your face. And then there's a dinosaur head smacking you in the mouth. I'm going to die on the ship. So that is 14 damage from the headbutt. Okay. And now it's Serena's turn. Well, I'm raging now. Three attacks. All right. First attack's going to be on him. 27. That'll hit. 20 damage. Starting out with a big haymaker of a swing there. And then for my second attack, I'm going to hit the Pack E. 27. That'll hit. 21 damage. And the Pack E did not like that. My third attack is back to the other guy. 31. 19 damage. So as the Packy is kind of staggering away from the hit you just delivered on it, the rider is a little bit off balance, and so you come around with another swing of your hammer and catch them on the unburned side of their torso. Up next is another one of the riders, but you don't know where they are yet. Um, okay, so Aramel, your turn. So I guess probably just to get to the ship, I'll have to dash again. So Aramel goes charging across the sand again. Uh, that'll bring you within about 10 feet of the ship. And you are on still on the opposite side of the ship from the forest and from where the riders were when you first saw them. Speaking of the riders, the rest of them are up. Aramel, as you are rushing to the ship, you can hear the pounding of a, a massive hammer and the sh- cries of pain of a dinosaur atop the the ship. And then, out of the corner of both of your eyes, you see bolas coming at you, one from each direction. You duck out of the way of the first one, and then the second one hits you, and the two weighted ends like start swinging around you, trying to wrap you up. Make a strength saving throw. 17. So not quite enough. Ooh, wait. Okay, well, you know what I'll use is inspiration, so I get to add a D8 to any roll. So that adds four, so that makes it a 21. So it just starts to wrap around your, um, like, around your arms, and it just starts pinning, and you can, are able to just, like, like, hulk out of it. While you are dodging and breaking free of the bola, you're able to see two of the riders shimmer back into existence, one rounding the aft of the ship, and one coming around the prow. Back at the top of the round... Malkin and Elemen have primed the cannon. Varus, you're up. Alright, if I can just free action shout, fire! See if that'll work. The shot lands with another geyser of sand. But you're not noticing any immediate effects or certainly nothing like what happened last time. I'm gonna cast the, I guess, fire bolt at the guy that's all up in Thorina's business. Uh, 22 to hit. That'll hit. 20 fire damage. Where do you hit them? Probably just like straight in like the chest area. 
uh, center mast. I'm trying to, like, I guess maybe knock him off of whatever he's riding. So Therina is literally hammering this rider and the, the packy. As they are reeling backward from her latest hit, your firebolt scorches in. Their eyes go wide and their limbs go limp as they slide off the packy and lie motionless on the deck. Aha! First kill, first blood. But his packy is still there. Oh, you didn't get him to ride him. Never mind, I can't do that. You can try. Is the packy, like, loyal to him, or is it just, like, a wild animal that... These are all good questions. Let me know how your character is trying to figure that out. Okay. Alright, that's my turn. So Therina's best friend is gonna headbutt her again. See? But thanks to Varys's haste, you are much f- too fast for it. Tell me what that looks like. Just put my hand out. I was like, no. <laughs> you just slapped it in the side of the face. With my hammer. That would do it. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So it's your turn now. Sweet. I'm going to throw the dinosaur over the edge of the boat. <laughs> okay. We'll do this like an opposed strength check. Okay. Uh, it's 28. <laughs> okay. You throw the dinosaur over the edge of the ship. (laughs) It's going to take some falling damage. I guess I'm done. So Varys, you're looking down and you see Therina toss this dinosaur over the edge of the ship. And then behind her toward midship, there is a swirl of silver mist. One of the riders appears and throws a bola at her. That'll hit. So go ahead and... Oh no, I forgot to hurt Aramil when I hit him with one. Uh, you'll take four damage and then make a oh, no. strength check. I almost said, like, I don't take damage from that, but obviously <laughs> I'm not gonna... 24. You easily shrug that off and are not restrained. Sweet. So Aramil, it is your turn. I'm gonna get up on that boat. With your speed and athleticism, it's no problem to run the last little bit and then climb up the side of the ship. That'll take your movement, but you are now on the deck. Now they're up here, you see one of the hunters is kind of squaring off with Therina uh, across a large hole that is in the deck of the ship. And Varys is standing up on the poop deck, kind of overseeing the battleground. And you know that two of the other hunters are still on the ground and they had just been coming around either side of the ship and flanking you. I am going to fire three arrows at that dude who's on the red guy. Okay. That dude on the red guy being the hunter that is on the deck, scoring off with Therina, who happens to be represented by a red mini on our game map. So, those arrows are... 18. That'll hit. Critical, 19. And that is a crit of 20. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to make them very sad. That is 9 damage, and then 22 damage, and then 26 damage. So this hunter goes from having a pretty good day to being a pincushion in rapid succession. I am going to action surge. If I do that, I get 3 attacks. Is yes, that... you, get your, yeah. you get a full attack action. I will do that. Okay. 20. I swear to God, it's 20. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> all, right, all right. That's a 21. 
and that's a 23. That'll also hit. So the critical damage is 24. Regular damage would be 12 and 15. Three more pretty serious hits on this one. And they are definitely starting to look like a cosplay of Boromir's Last Stand. (laughs) They lean forward in their saddle and with one hand wipe a little blood that's from the corner of their mouth and then point at you. Are you kidding? (laughs) I hit this dude with six arrows, including three criticals, and he's not dead. It's hard to say for sure in the heat of the moment, but maybe this one is just tougher than the other ones. Like some sort of leader. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and my turn is finished. Okay. Next is the rest of the riders. The two who tried to flank Aramel are both going to vanish in a swirl of silver mist. One of them reappears next to Varys on the aft deck. The other reappears on the port side of the main deck, charges Aramel. Then a third one appears at the bow of the ship and runs along the starboard side to get next to the hunter Aramil just turned into a pincushion. As that rider's packy runs forward, they pull a bola from their belt, begin swirling it above their head, and then launch it at Aramil. And Aramil easily dodges out of the way of that. At about the same time, the rider that just appeared next to Aramil begins swinging their big silver sword over their head in large, like, swooping arcs. Um, I was going to try to make a couple slashing attacks at Aramil, who easily sidesteps and dodges those. Alright. He was just too showy. However, maybe because you didn't see Thorina fighting the other one, you aren't expecting the Packy to also attack you. And so as you're dodging the second of the sword slashes, the Packy just comes in and headbutts you. For... That'll be 16 damage, and you need to make a strength saving throw. 11. You are surprised enough by this headbutt that when it slams into your chest, it catches you off balance, and you go toppling down onto the deck. Okay, then. And then the one on the aft deck is in for probably a bad time as it charges up at the apparent multitude of blurry varuses. So they have disadvantage and a chance to hit one of your illusion duplicates rather than you. Ooh, holy shit. I'm going to take a picture of this. Is it two natural point? It is. Hell yeah. <laughs> Except it's at my mirror image. <laughs> you hope. I, I rolled higher than I needed to, so it hit a mirror image. That's pretty awesome, actually. That is a nice save. Uh, <laughs> you are far too squishy to take a hit from one of these hunters. So the rider charges forward and brings their sword up and over in this massive overhead slash, and it comes down straight into Varys's face, which would have been devastating, except that the sword passes straight through the illusion, and that image of Varys just dissipates like smoke. The rider spins to attack another Varus and lands another hit. I will cast shield as a reaction. Okay, yeah, so what does that look like? He keeps bringing his sword down. His sword, like, gets, it hits like a, uh, like, glass, but it's, there's not really glass there. It just kind of, like, looks like 
like reality kind of shatters there and just holds a sword in place. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And the Packy, whose head has been swinging back and forth, like looking at the different Varuses, finally picks one and goes to headbutt it. And is just so confused it completely misses. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh So Malkin and Element are still priming the cannon. <laughs> and we're back to the top with the Varus. Alright, well, get your asses up here. It's time to fight. Sure. You hear some scuffling below decks, which you assume is Elemin and Malkin beginning to make their way back up top. I would say, Lorena, come, please take care of this person, and I will cast my School of Conjuration teleporter on directly on her. We're basically going to swap places, and so she's going to be in front of him, and I'll be mm-hmm. right where she's at. Cool. So that's my turn. Okay. The packy that Farina threw over the side of the ship is going to get back to their feet and start running away. Yay, bye! He's sad that you were so mean to him. Well, he headbutted me like twice. <laughs> Sorry, I threw him off the ship. <laughs> Next up is Thorina. Varus just shouted at you to take care of this rider. There is a flash of blue energy, and you are now face-to-face with one of the hunters on the aft deck. All right, so I'm going to fight the person. 31 to hit. That hits. And 19 damage. And then my second attack. Another 31 to hit. And 16 damage. So Therina takes this rider to Pound Town. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. I know what I said. Stand by it. <laughs> Like she's cutting down a tree, the first hit just smacks the rider in the thigh, and then pulls back, and the second one comes crashing into his hip. While Thorina is hammering away, the pin-cushioned hunter is going to urge its packy to jump up on the railing of the ship to make it past that hole in the deck. When the packy lands on the rail, it wobbles just a little bit, but then regains its footing and begins to traverse the side of the ship. As they advance, the rider is going to throw a bola at Ferris. Thanks to the blur and your illusions, the bola goes wide. It, it totally would have hit itself. the blurry part of you. But, um, Ooh. Everybody's just a little drunk when they look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, Aramil. You are lying on the deck after getting knocked down by the packy. You saw a flash of magic, and Varys is now on the deck with you. One of the riders is bearing down on him, running along the railing, and the rider that knocked you down is standing over top of you. I will uh, stand up, and I will use the volt knife to try to stab at him. That's 30 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. 13 damage. It's 23 to hit. That'll hit. 14 damage. 16. That one does not hit. You stand and turn that upward momentum into a lunge, slashing and stabbing at the rider, scoring two significant wounds. Before it dances the packy back a little bit, just out of the way of your third swing. So now I have 27 chargers? That is correct, and I'm now realizing that, that the way I wrote that mechanism is much stronger than I intended. I, am I adding it right? No, no, it's you a, are. You are. 
I'm just probably going to need to rework it just a little bit and say it becomes less potent once it leaves the Feywild. Yeah, okay. The one up top with Farina is going to attack her again. Um, first two sword swipes. And one hit and one miss. That's seven slashing damage and ten psychic damage. And the packy tries to headbutt you. But you are wise to how these asshole dinosaurs work now. <laughs> and you get out of the way. Back down on the main deck, the rider is recovering from Aramil's knife attack and begins to retaliate. You had to get in close to get the knife attack off, so it, the rider's first swing slashes across your chest as you're trying to back away. You're then easily able to get out of the way of the second one. So you're going to take 22 damage. And then you're already in the process of like moving backward and like dodging away, so when the packy comes in for the headbutt, you're just not there. Yay. Then the rider who had appeared at the prow of the ship is going to follow their boss's lead and also try to run along the rail. They do so with ease, but don't quite make it far enough to get into the fight. So that'll bring us back to the top with Varys. So. Okay. So you're standing in about the middle of the ship, just in front of the aft deck, uh, where you can hear Thorina fighting the rider that had been confronting you. There are two of them coming along the rails on the starboard side of the ship. They are getting pretty close to you, and on the port side, Aramil is trading slashing blows with a rider over there. I'm going to cast Hunger of Hadar right on top of Red. Okay. Makes a twenty-foot uh, radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold appears. The void's filled with company of soft whispers, slurping noises. Further up to thirty feet away, no life, magical, otherwise illuminates the area. Creatures fully within the area are blinded, and it does two d six cold damage when they start their turn there, and then two dexterity saving throw, and they take two d six acid damage if they end the turn. That's my turn. Okay. You can't see him anymore, but the packy that Thorina threw off the ship is going to keep running away. That brings to Thorina. That packy's going to come back later in the story. Remember, you let him get away. <laughs> come on, that made me feel bad for not killing something. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use Thunder Smite on the guy. Good, Good person. Girl. We don't know. Yeah, that you're right, you're right. 33 to hit. That'll hit. And then... We were very close to a point where you guys don't... You won't even have to roll to attack anymore. Like, it'll just be pointless. Yeah, I pretty crazy. 27 damage. You pull back Baharat, ready to swing, and you call on the life song energy inside the ancient Crucius. Golden lightning, the color of the life song, begins to crack all around the weapon, and the hammer falls with a roar of thunder. Okay. Okay. And then next hit... 23. That'll hit. 18 damage. Little crackles of lightning are still coursing over the rider skin as you bring the hammer down again. Well, my third attack is 31 to hit, obviously. And 19 yeah. damage. The third and final blow knocks the rider off the back of the packy and smashes him to the ground. And they are no longer moving. 
Now can I throw the other Packy over the edge? <laughs> you can try in your next turn. Can I yell at Element to heal me a little bit for his next turn? He will try. Okay. Next is Red Leader. So go ahead and roll the Hadar damage against him. Eight. Amid this cacophony of darkness and tentacles, you just catch glimpses of the two riders caught in the midst of this swirling mass. One moment, the rider you have dubbed Red is there, and then the next, they're gone. Their packy is riderless. Say hi to Dakin. <laughs> Red's packy is going to run out of there. It's going to start running back toward the prow of the ship, away from all of you. It seems kind of scared and doesn't want to be tentacled anymore. <laughs> Next up is Aramil. You just heard the thunder from Thorina's hammer, um, a sound that you're undoubtedly very familiar with. And there is a mass of eldritch horror on the starboard side of the ship. Out of the corner of your eye, you see a dinosaur run out of it. And you are in the process of regaining your stance after dodging a flurry of blows from the rider that is bearing down on top of you. All right, I'll uh, stab that fool with the full life again. So that's a 21. That'll hit. Okay. So the damage is 1 plus 10 is 11. And should I just... I don't get to ask, like, how many will kill him, right? I mean, you can ask. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I'll just use them all. So that's 38? Yes. You see an opening and drive the dagger deep into his side. And then you feel the tingle as that built-up electricity arcs out into the rider. The rider sways in the saddle a little bit, but then that long, noseless face settles into a grimace of determination. They do not look good, but they are not quite done yet. Okay. Next attack is 29, and the damage is 11. You're still up close from that first strike, and so you just drive the dagger in again. Next hit is 31, so that damage is 14, and I'll use all 11 charges, so it's 25. So you're already, like, right up on this rider, in close, stabbing into him, so maybe with that last one, the blade's still in there from your second stab, and you just kind of, like, twist and then drag it and then release the volt as you are pulling the blade out. The rider is convulsing and just flops forward onto the neck of the packy. The only signs of life in them are those leftover sporadic jerks and jolts from the, the volt knife. And with its rider flopping around on its back, the packy is going to take off. It doesn't want to be here anymore. That is it. The remaining rider is still up on the rail and is backing away from the hunger of Hadar. The Paki is pretty freaked out by this Eldritch Horror. The rider is able to calm it and get it back under control, but that is their turn. Back at the top with Varus, the riderless Pakis are all bolting, uh, jumping off the ship and, and running off into the forest. The one remaining rider is trying to get its packing under control. And you hear some footsteps from below as Element and Malkin are running to get back up top. But the rider's on the one. Right. The, yeah, okay. the one that's over here on the railing. Can I see that guy? Yeah. 
They're going to be considered in partial cover just because of the tentacles like flapping all over in between you two, but you could definitely take a shot. I'll cast a firebolt. Okay. 24. Uh, that's a that's a good hit. Okay. Hey. So you managed to weave the firebolt like right through and some tentacles spread at like the last second and it smashes into him. What's the damage? 19. Um, anything else? No, I like, I like where I'm at right now. Okay. That brings us to Therina. There is still a Packy up with you on the aft deck, though it is trying to run away. Uh, I'm going to throw the Packy over the edge. Just so you know going into this, that this one will be considerably harder. It's not only not very close to the edge, it is already actively trying to get away from you, but I'm, I try. I could like, pick up like a ton, right? Sure, you are definitely supernaturally strong, but keep in mind that this is like a living, breathing, squirming, headbutting dinosaur that you're trying to lift and move and then throw. To be clear, I'm a big fan of this new hobby that Therina has picked up. I just want you to know. <laughs> okay. What about 28? No. What? I do want to make sure, like, imagine trying to pick up a horse and throw it off of a ship. Yeah, but you said I could, like, drag that other dinosaur that they tried to kill. Yeah, dragging, again, dragging a a dead weight is very different than picking up a living horse and throwing it. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, so I imagine that Therina's got, like, her arms around this thing's stomach and is trying to lift it up, and it's not having it, so... All right, well, then I'm going to run away. Uh, so it's going to try to headbutt you as you leave. Uh, but it's going to miss. So but where are you running to? The closest okay. stairs to you has another Packy at the base of it. Does he look like he's an angry Packy? Roll animal handling. Uh, it's 21. Okay, yeah. It looks like it's afraid. It's more afraid of you than it is. Okay, well then I'm going to safely descend the stairs. Okay. And then throw that one over the edge. Ha ha ha! I'm scared. <laughs> You're gonna be so mad. <laughs> what are you doing? So this frightened Packy is charging up the stairs. I'm gonna have you make a dexterity saving throw to see if you can dodge this panicked, charging dinosaur. Twenty. So you just in the nick of time like press yourself back against the railing as this thing goes charging by, and then jumps off the back of the ship. I didn't even have to throw it. It did it itself. <laughs> Aramil, you see Varys lob a bolt of fire at the one remaining rider, and then watch as a packy terrifiedly runs past Therina up to the aft deck of the ship and jumps off. What would you like to do? Could I shoot arrows at the legs of the packy that are on the railing and try to, like, put it off balance enough where it falls off? Sure. That's what I want to do. I mean, the fall isn't tall enough where it would, like, kill the guy, right? It's probably not going to kill them, but it'll definitely hurt. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I still want to do that just because I think it's cool. For sure. I'll roll all three at once. So that's a 20, not no. natural. 14. And then that's a 26. Two hits and a miss. I'm going to say because the goal is to knock it off balance rather than necessarily just straight up hurt it, that... 
only one of those arrows is going to do damage. The other one is all about, like, getting it discombobulated. Okay. So that damage will be 10. The first arrow hits the packy in the thigh. The second and third shots are a little bit more showy to try to get it off balance. It instinctively moves away from you, but it's on the railing and so goes toppling off the side of the ship. Packy's going to take three falling damage. The rider's going to take four falling damage. And then eight dinosaur falling on top of them damage. Nice. Malkin and Elliman emerge from below. Thank God they showed up now. (laughs) The rider who just got knocked off the edge is going to try to get out from underneath the dinosaur. They do not and the dinosaur is going to try to get up and they cannot so I think that's going to drop us out of initiative order because the last rider and Packy are both essentially incapacitated the five of you walk up to the railing and look down to see the rider and the dinosaur and a bit of a tangled mess below you on the ground the dinosaur's one leg looks pretty broken And with the dinosaur pinning it, the rider doesn't look like they're going to be going anywhere anytime soon. One or both of them is making a pained kind of sound. What would you like to do? Well, somebody needs to put the dinosaur out of its misery, but I would really like to kill the other thing. I can can kill the dinosaur. I'm going to pretend you're doing this with mercy in your hearts. (laughs) When the rider and the packy lay still, another horn echoes across the sky of the island. It's louder and longer than any of the horns before. As you scan the beach around you, you see that there's now a doorway standing in the middle of the sand. On the other side of it, you can see part of Horn Hill and the group of Fae that have gathered there to watch this contest. Should we we win? Oh my god, I think we won. I don't think we have to be the last ones. It certainly does not seem so. Yay! They probably weren't expecting us to take out one of their troops. We drag Therina's injured body through the door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dead yet. (laughs) You step through the door, and the sound of waves sweeping onto the beach begins to fade. You're greeted first by a warm breeze that smells of mulled wine on a cool summer's eve. Cold lemons covered in sugar, fresh cut grass, and rainy soil. You survived and triumphed in the great hunt. Now, it's time to see what else the Feywild may have in store for you. anybody in this game, and it's all Thomas's fault. <laughs> I trust you guys. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, remember the last time you trusted Amy's character? Look. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
I, totally so different. For some reason, part of me, I don't think that Therina is trying to actively kill Varys right now. It's a weird name to have hanging out with centaurs, just like, by the way. Chiron? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's nothing normal like Varys, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, are, do, are they able to, like, crawl up walls like lizards are? That's a great question. Guess we're about to find out. <laughs> hey, Scott, stop giving you ideas. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> Aren't packies what, those little desserts that Thomas used to bring in? What? You're thinking Poonchki. Poochie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's pretty close. Is it, is it like the thing that Obi-Wan rides in the prequel movie? No. Oh. The no, noise more... that thing makes is horrendous. I hate that scene. <laughs> I, I hate it too, but man, they're cool. Yeah. No, they, they run kind of almost upright, more like a, like a tauntaun. Oh, okay. And then they ram things with their heads. Oh, it's like from Jurassic World. I got you. Well, it's from like the real world a long time ago. But... Uh, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>